You have just downloaded the Barbecue Central show, which airs live every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central show is brought to you by Sucklebusters. You can find them at sucklebusters.com. Also by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology. They can be found at the BBQ guru.com or call them 800-288-GURU and by the CHOPS Power Injector System the 2015 Barbecue Tool of the Year at the NBBQA find them at barbecuekansascity.com and by Butcher Barbecue from injections to rubs to sauces always trust your butcher at butcherbbq.com and by Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop online shop for everything and anything that has to do with barbecue. Their website is BigPapaSmokers.com. And by Cook Shack Pellet and Electric Grills. Visit them at PelletCooker.com or CookShack.com or call them 800-423-0698. And by the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. 31 cities, 500000 in cash to be won. Find out more at kcbs.us slash samstour. And by Cookin' Pellets, you can buy Cookin' Pellets at cookinpellets.com. You can also visit amazon.com to purchase as well. And by Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet grills on the market today. You can visit them at greenmountaingrills.com. And by iGrill. The Bluetooth grilling thermometer that allows you to monitor temperatures from 150 feet away. Use promo code CENTRAL for 15% off your purchase at iDevicesInc.com. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you board here for your Tuesday evening fun and frivolity outdoor live fire cooking show. If you want to jump in tonight, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, like signing up for the newsletter. So head on over there, thebbqcentralshow.com. If you want to uh, check out what's happening over there, and here's what's happening on the show tonight. So, uh, as you would recall, last week, I said, this show, this Tuesday, is going to be one that focuses solely on the teams that are in for the 2016 Barbecue Central Show reality follow-up competition team show. Is that right? 
So, coming up at 9.14, the pitmaster of Backdraft Barbecue and the team that qualified uh, nine or for the 30-plus competitions in 2016, Ryan Groob. Boom. Then at 9.35, we will be reprising the ever-popular growing in fame by leaps and bounds, I might add. I am literally getting 15 to 40 emails a week telling me how great, how great the, uh uh-oh. Yeah, you guys are going to have to repop the feed. I think I dropped out. That's all right. Literally telling me how incredible can a freshman say it is. We revive it at 935. And then we will move to the second hour. At 1014, we will have one of the two teams that have qualified for that 15 to 20, maybe 25 competition range. The pitmaster of Mama and Papa Joe's barbecue team, Clarence Joseph. Look it up. CJ and I will chat. And then 1035 is open, so we might look into seeing some recaps of 2015, the highlights. Uh, If you have a particular highlight of a uh, show this year or a memory or a guest or whatever, I have reserved the last segment of the last show of 2015 to be open for us to talk about that and do all that fun stuff. So there's your show. Uh, Ryan Grube, can a freshman say it, Clarence Joseph, and open. Wow. What a great show. Jam-packed for the end of the year. All right, so look, as I ask you each and every week, let everybody know shows on. Blast off an email, make a Facebook post or a tweet. Let everybody know that you are watching the show on these links. Uh, You can get the audio on the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. There's a huge red button. It says, like, listen live or streaming now or something along those lines. You can do it that way. That That redirects you right over to the... What's the name of that app? Tune in radio. Jeez, oh, Pete. uh, It says on air. Thank you, Patrick. It takes you right over to the TuneIn radio uh, website, but there is an app for that too. So if you've ever wanted to listen to the show like on your phone while you're on the road or in the airport or whatever, you can download the TuneIn radio app on your Android device or your iPhone. They are for free. They have a free platform and a free platform, so choose whichever you like. And you can not only get the show live on Tuesdays through TuneIn, it will play... All of the recent shows since like 2014. I think I might have two years in the bullpen right now. So if you miss this show live, it replays the whole next day. So all day Wednesday, this show tonight will play for 24 hours. And then we go into the replays of the last two years. Now you can also get the show on Roku. So maybe you got a Roku for Christmas. How about that? Good for you. Congratulations. Go to the app store in Roku and find Outdoor Cooking Channel and then download that app. Not only do you have a host of archives there from all the shows that Kevin has on his channel, but you have the live feed as well. You can watch it right from your TV. In fact, my parents watch this show and Chad's show 
previous uh, right on their Roku each and every week. They take pictures of it just because they think that maybe I don't think that they're really doing that and say, yeah, we're here. We're really doing it. So that's the way you can get it as well. And it's on a number of other IP television platforms. IPTV is like what Roku is, Internet Protocol Television, by the way. So number of ways you can get the show. Of course, you can get the replays through iTunes like the majority of you do. Uh, It's on all the podcast feeds. Blueberry.com has it as well. So check them out. As I mentioned last week, uh, let's see. On the main website, on my site, barbecuecentralshow.com, up at the top, there's a little link. Says Amazon.com. If you click on that, don't worry about the drop down menu, but if you click on Amazon.com, that will pitch you to Amazon.com. But I've set up an affiliate link. So anything you buy through Amazon through that link uh, kicks the show back a very small percentage. Uh, that money I use to reinvest into the production of the show, something simple for everybody, doesn't cost anybody anything extra than uh, Amazon paying me for driving traffic to them. So if you use Amazon, and by the way, who doesn't use Amazon? I mean, they could charge $200 a year for Prime. That has to be worth it. I ordered stuff on Saturday. It came today. This microphone stand I ordered on Sunday, it's here. It's here. What's not worth that? It's so good. I can't wait until I get my first drone delivery. It's going to be so exciting. So I ask humbly if you shop through Amazon or you want something through Amazon, you know, please let me know. All right, let me talk to you quickly about some of the other stories that Pork Barrel Barbecue was covering. Uh, last week, we talked about Famous Dave, and then we also talked about the TV shows of barbecue. Number eight, Fire Up the Grill Steak Cook-Off Popularity Sizzles, and I agree with that. It's a good story. Number seven, on top of the world, barbecue wins World Food Championships. Thank God, about time. Congratulations to them. Uh, Number six, Merry Christmas year-round, barbecue gives back. That's uh, a nice uh, expose or article, I guess, on Operation Barbecue Relief in the KCBS. Number five, you don't know Jack, but Tuffy Stone does. Cool Smoke wins second Jack Daniel World Championship Invitational Barbecue. And the number three, four story was the American Royal moving out of the original location into Arrowhead Stadium this year. Number three was Stubbs. I didn't even know this, by the way. Maybe you didn't know this. Show me the money. Stubbs legendary barbecue brand sells to McCormick for $100 million. Wow. Rocky. Dude, I'm about to hit you up for some cash ducats. Wow. That's huge, right? It's huge. The second story, which I believe came out today. Yeah, December 20. Uh, barbecue takes care of own. Hashtag Team Berg. And if you don't know uh, the Killer Bees barbecue team, uh, Jim Berg is the pitmaster there. He's actually been on this show as well. And it uh, details everything that, you know, kind of went on with uh, Jim had uh, fallen sick. And uh, I don't don't even know if Jim is really out of the woods yet. Uh, I mean, it has been months and months. But uh, everybody in the barbecue community really rallied around him. And uh, so that's certainly good to see as well. And... 
We'll see what happens with the number one story, which will come out tomorrow. By the way, I do want to mention that the third team that's in that 15 to 20 range, uh, which is uh, Tim from uh, Tim's Full Belly Deli, is not going to be on the show tonight. And I do want to send uh, special thoughts out to Tim and his family. Uh, He just lost his son-in-law, I believe it was yesterday. And uh, I had communications with him uh, early in the morning uh, before that happened and uh, then had read... uh, hours later that uh, that that had happened so uh, he had he had been very sick for weeks uh, they weren't able to really pinpoint exactly what was going on uh, and he passed away so uh, Tim will not be on the show Tuesday although he had committed to doing so and I said uh, no nah, so you got too much going on we'll rebook it'll be fine don't worry about it and uh, so geez um, feel really bad for Tim and uh, his whole family and, and what they're going through there uh, and also, uh, as pointed out by Diane as well, uh, one of our own, uh, Sylvie Curry, lost her mom uh, at 96 years old yesterday. So uh, thoughts out to Sylvie as well. Uh, as well. So, all right. Uh, great happy notes to uh, head into the first break. Uh, but look, that's the other side of the coin, right? So uh, here we go. Let me talk to you about Butcher Barbecue products. Yeah. As I mentioned last week, few new things going on at Butcher's, like the brand new website. Has anybody been to the new website? Thank goodness the website address hasn't changed. ButcherBBQ.com. Head on over there. Take a look around. See the new digs. Kick it around a little bit. If you have any questions or you think something should be revised or added to or whatever, feel free to shoot our good boy Dave Bosco over Butcher Barbecue an email or shoot him a uh, direct message here on the chat room and let him know your thoughts and maybe something happens. Who knows? Also, we talked about the new shipping rates at Butcher Barbecue. $8. $8 for anything you order. One can of rub or 50 boxes of rub. $8. Doesn't matter. What's better than that? I don't know. In... In a day and age when the U.S. Postal Service is continuing to raise rates on stamps and postage and all this other crap, somehow Dave has beat them down and reduced his shipping costs. Dave, what are you doing over there? He must be luring them in with grilling oil. Come on. By the way, grilling oil up for grads for kind of freshmen say it. 935. Uh, if you're looking for the go-to rubs and sauces, ButcherBBQ.com has everything to take care of you. Also, the grilling oils, as I just mentioned. Also, maybe you've bought a crazy injection from some other commercial manufacturer, and you've realized, ah, uh, this doesn't taste very good, or this hasn't helped improve my scores. Well, what are you going to do? Before, you had to throw it away. You had to take the kick in the balls from the wife about wasting money. Not anymore. Go to the trade and link at Dave's website. Uh, print off the sheet. Send your commercial injection to Dave. He will weigh it. And then in return, he'll, he will send you some of his product. Uh, whether it is the beef injection or the pork injection or the prime injection or the bird booster. You tell him what you want. He'll send you back that weight in return of his products. He's making his own customers happy. He's making his competition's customers happy as well. And the sauce. Please, oh please, oh please. The sweet barbecue sauce some of the best stuff out there get a box of six it's going to go fast so head on over to the new butcherbbq.com again that's butcherbbq.com stock up now butcher barbecue always trust your butcher 
Thanks to Dave for support this year. We're looking forward to a healthy 2016 for both sides. And we have Backdraft Barbecue coming up out of the break to lay foundation for the reality radio show that will be taking place between uh, the Barbecue Central show and him in 2016. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. the show is brought to you by green mountain grills visit greenmountaingrills.com to check out the variety of cookers that they have big ones medium size even tailgate size grills to get you hooked up they also have pellets to fire those cookers check them out online at greenmountaingrills.com i love my green mountain grill you could love yours too if you visit the website and check them out uh, as I mentioned uh, in the beginning of the show, tonight we're meeting the teams that the Barbecue Central show will be following for 2016. First team up was chosen to fill that kind of 30-plus event threshold for next season. And after evaluating all of the hopefuls, this guy stood out to me as one to watch and follow for next year. So let's go ahead and head on over to the hotline and welcome in first-timer to this show, the pitmaster of Backdraft Barbecue, Ryan Grub joining me. Ryan, how are you, buddy? Ryan, I got the wrong one plugged in. Ryan, hello, hello, Ryan, hello, hello, hello. No, Ryan, that's all right. Do I need to make sure? Da da da. Ding don't ding, don't ding ding don't 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 don't. Let's try it again. Sometimes people don't realize that they just got to hold on a little bit, you know, because I can get to the talking. You heard that ring, too. God, I hate when I leave the ring up. Ryan. Yes. My man. How are we doing? Uh, we are fine. How are you? I am good. I literally just pulled up in my driveway five minutes ago. Really? Yeah, I said 13 hours from Illinois to Colorado. My Lord, yeah, I thought we were going to get you like uh, halfway through Kansas or something like that. Yeah, I know. I thought I left an hour earlier, and then I guess I had a pretty good tailwind. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Very good for you, flying in that private jet. Appreciate that. Uh, right, so I was telling everybody that we were the, the, the focus of the show tonight is kind of to meet at least two-thirds of the teams that we're going to be following for the 2016 Barbecue Central Show Follows Teams season. I haven't really found a really good name for the whole idea yet, but uh, you were going to be filling that 30-plus event threshold or so for this upcoming season, 
And uh, I guess before we kind of talk about that endeavor and, and that goal, um, you know, to me, the, there were a number of applicants that sent in, hey, I want to do this and I'm kind of weeding through stuff. But of course, there's a whole nother side to that, which is you wanting to be willing to take part in a kind of show it all type show, if you will. So I guess the first question to you is what's what's the draw for you to want to be a team to kind of be followed around and, and, and asked to kind of spill your guts when you're on the show each and every time? Well, basically, it's um, it's kind of a new thing for me because I'm kind of I was taught how to barbecue old school. When you knew something that worked, you kept it uh, secret, and there definitely was not barbecue classes that you could take uh, to go learn all the secrets in in one year and come out smoking. But uh, it's uh, for me. I don't know. I was I was hesitant, as you know. I mean, I hemmed and hawed about it. And, I figured, why not? I mean, I I don't care if anybody really knows what I'm doing. I kind of do things way different than anybody else anyway. Um, I do a mixture of slow and low and hot and fast, and I'm not talking about just on different meats. I, I do both techniques on, you know, most of the meats on the same meats. So, uh, but as a draw, I, I don't know if I've quite figured it out yet. I'm kind of a learn-as-we-go type situation. Um I, I've never really cared and who knew what I was doing. I always help out rookie teams and give them some pointers and stuff like that out here in Colorado. So uh, I don't know. Well, I guess we're both jumping in feet first together. So. Let me let me uh, see if I can't boil that down. You're just a big fan of the show and you want to talk to me a couple times a month. There you go. Yeah, perfect. Love it. Uh, all right, so Ryan, if you could, maybe uh, for the folks that don't know you, uh, and this is where we get to build some of that personal interest, which I think in a reality show, uh, shows like the the Kardashians and uh, some of the other ones, like uh, what's the other one I watch with the fishing guy, Deadliest Catch, like they do the same thing all the time. Like the Kardashians are just you know completely aloof and they spend a lot of money, and uh, Deadliest Catch is guys out on a ship catching fish all day long. It's it's the personal uh, and the emotional investment that we see and, and build with these people each and every week, which is kind of the desire that I have uh, and why we're taking the direction on some of the teams here next year and, and why we're following. So, you know, if you could, a little insight on you personally, kind of how you grew up, where you grew up, uh, if you're married, the kid thing, if you got any, all that good stuff, you know, kind of let us into your world sure. a little bit. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I've... Um... I started, I worked for uh, this guy, he's kind of well-known, uh, Mike Mills, out of Murfreesboro, Illinois. That's my hometown, and that's where I just drove from this morning, actually. Um, and I worked for him when I was 18, 19 years old, and uh, him and uh, Pat Burke, you know, they won a few world championships cooking with Apple City, and <laughs> I would drive my truck and uh, follow them to different contests and basically be a uh, you know, a nobody gopher for anything they needed or whatever, if they'd allow me to hang around. And I picked up on a few tricks and started cooking, uh, as my own team, uh, when I was 19 years old, uh, I don't know if I was 18 or 19, but I'm going to say 19, uh, in the Memphis and May circuit. And I did that for several years and I moved to Colorado and I started cooking KCBS um, under Backdraft Barbecue in 2005. Um, there wasn't many contests out this way, and it hadn't exploded like it has now. So um, I, I think last year I did, 
I'm not sure on KCBS. I know it was over 30 contests, and I do the SCA state contest as well. Um, cooked in the World State Championship in uh, down in Fort Worth in October. Um, just I keep trying to uh, get more and more contests in, which is, as I'm uh, be honest with, you, it's pro- proven to be a, a little bit of a chore this year. As six or seven already that I had on my schedule are either canceling or not coming back, and that's that's making it rough on a Colorado boy to uh, to get a number of contests in. Uh, it's hard for us to drive to Florida and California to do contests. So, but I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it my best. So are, are you like in what, what, what part of Colorado are you in? I'm near Denver, near Denver. Okay. Have yeah, you Rocky mountain, uh, barbecue association out here in Denver, there is a handful of Colorado teams that travel outside of Colorado and do a few cooks. And I just happen to be one of them. So have you been out to Ganal's restaurant yet? Oh, Jason, yeah. I Actually, the first week, he called me every day to come in and help him. Uh, he was having problems with employees, so I, I'd run in there and uh, run his fryer and cook his fries and wow. wings for him and, and uh, knock out about a three-hour shift, and then he'd call me the next day. It was kind of funny. But nice. I think he's, he's good to go now on staff. So. Yeah, nothing like having a championship cook to come in and kind of fill some boots when needed, right? It was kind of fun, actually, to tell you the truth. I used to have my own restaurants and stuff, so... Uh, I don't know that I want to go back to that again, but, uh, and he did offer me a permanent position, which I, um, gratefully denied. (laughs) Are you, are you, uh, uh, are you a married guy, Ryan? I am married. I have a 11 year old son and, uh, I have a dog that travels to most contests with me. Um, my son plays a lot of baseball, competitive baseball, which I actually am the assistant coach on the team as well. So it's, there's a lot of times I'm leaving on a Thursday night yes. after his game and uh, driving 500 miles into a contest and then packing up after the awards and taking off to make a Sunday tournament in the morning all the way back in Denver. So uh, it gets it gets kind of uh, choring, but I wouldn't change anything about it. What what year did you specifically start competing again? 1992. Wow, 92. All right, so that was the year I graduated high school. Um, yeah, I graduated, I graduated in 91 yeah. and, uh, I might've done one in 91, but I'm going to say 92 to be safe. I know my, my first call in ribs was in 93, so I didn't get anything the first year or so. So this was all of the, was it MBN back then? Like the, the Memphis yeah. barbecue network stuff? Memphis in, yeah. Memphis in May, uh-huh. uh, where they do the on-site judging yep. and, and the uh, the same teams pretty much won every week wherever you went, and it was kind of interesting. I did my 21st birthday in uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, Apopka or Popka, Florida. Apopka, yeah, um, yeah, Apopka. It was a Memphis in May um, event down there, and their side category I'd never cooked one before. The extra category was brisket, and I cooked it to a beautiful medium rare, and uh, <laughs> judges came around and. It was, it's kind of a, a funny story, but that's how I learned how to cook brisket is I wrapped it up and put it in foil, threw it in the cooler, drove all the way back to home with Illinois, to Illinois with it, and broke college kid. I threw it in the oven one day and got called into work and forgot about it, came home nope. 12 hours later. The oven was on 200 degrees, and voila, I had uh, a really nice brisket in the oven. So Maybe you should be given a class. 
<laughs> you know, people ask me to do classes on is I'm kind of known around here for traveling bikes and being a minimalist. I don't even know if that's a word, but uh, taking the minimal amount of things you need to do a comp, maybe the minimal amount. You know, people pull up and God, they got four cookers, one for each category. Yep. And, you know, I pull up and the last contest I did for KCBS this last year, I cooked the entire contest on one drum cooker. Didn't even take a trailer. I put the drum on a luggage rack on the back of my Dodge Magnum and uh, slept in the back of the Magnum and went and did that. And I actually had a really good cook. So It has uh, all the markings and shades of uh, one Harry Sue from Slap Yo Daddy who really considers, I think he's the that's the first guy I'd ever heard use the term like barbecue minimalist. And he was taking it to a point where not only was he cooking on one 18 and a half inch Weber Smoky Mountain, but he was also then trying to engineer smaller versions of that and smaller versions of a kettle or something where he could literally sure. use like a couple pieces of charcoal and then that was it and reduce carbon footprint and do all this other stuff. So uh, sure. you, you might and be one pack, of two. Uh, he'd pack two teams in that van too as well. So <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. So I, I think that kind of goes to show too, Ryan, that, it's not how much money you're sinking into the competition team. It's still how well you can cook. Yeah, that has a ton to do with it, definitely. So uh, from somebody like me that's never really taken a class or done anything like that, I've pretty much – and I, I went through a lot of years of trial and error and trying to figure it out. And well, some, some weeks it still doesn't work. So, But uh, – we do pretty successful in Colorado and Rocky Mountain area. I think my main goal is I I do get out and cook outside of Colorado. I mean, I've cooked in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I cook in Illinois, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, uh, Utah, surrounding areas, South Dakota, Wyoming. You know, all those Montana. But um, and I and I've had success in that. But uh, I still have never won a grand champion outside of Colorado. And to me, that's that's my goal this year. So. You're cooking in places that are traditionally seen as elevated areas, uh, Colorado, New Mexico, Montana. Have you had to, to learn kind of the, the thinner air cooking techniques, or do you find that it, there isn't really that big of a difference between elevations that you have to contend with? There is a difference, but that's my normal cooking. Um, I've done a lot of contests at 10,000 feet where – cooks come from Kansas and come up and, and then they get in big trouble. But for me, it's more of a challenge to go down to, to Kansas and cook, you know, where they're going to, or Oklahoma, where they're going to be in their background. So that is probably where the reputation of Colorado teams can't cook real well out of their element. And part of that, I would agree with, there's, you know, a handful of teams that do well, but uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a learning curve. I know you're, and you cook up in Frisco, Colorado, your brisket will not go past an internal temperature of 197 no longer, no matter how long you cook it and what temp you cook it at, it will stall out and not go any higher. Um, and you have to catch it at the perfect spot because yep. when it first hits 197, she's not going to be done. But it, it's a matter of, oh, how much time until it is done. So it's it's definitely a challenge. Ryan Group from Backdraft Barbecue joining us on the show. He's the team that's been selected to be in the 30-plus category of uh, teams that we're going to be following all next competition season. Uh, Ryan, when are you gearing up to start 2016? 
I actually, not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, the first contest of the year is right here in Denver at the National Western Stock Show. And uh, it's a Harley Q event, and there are some really nice teams. I know David from Butcher Barbecue's coming. Um, I cooked many years next to him at the American Royal. He's a good friend. And I think it's his first time cooking in Colorado as well. So um, it should be a really good event. And then um, I do believe the court site the two weeks after that got canceled. So that would have been my second. Um, I'm actually still looking for my second event right now. So probably going to go to Oklahoma in March. So, All right. so we got uh, we got one on the board. Uh, I figure next uh, next conversation that we have, uh, we can get into a little bit of uh, flavor profiles and things that you're going to be looking to start the season out with. Uh, we'll probably be recapping the cook event as well and uh, kind of build into the season from there. Uh, let me ask you one quick question before I let you go, and it is competition related, Ryan. Uh, I've, sure. I've I've spoken at length with uh, Sterling Ball from Big Papa Smokers on growing competition barbecue and, and what needs to be done. And if you look over how many teams competed in 2014 and 2015, there was a contraction of close to 700 teams. Do you have a, a thought on the cost of competing and if – pit masters using specialty products and specialty cookers and all this other stuff are perhaps unknowingly pricing themselves out of a growth sport at this point. Um, I would have to agree. I know Colorado split between uh, the old schoolers that like to come out on the weekend and have fun. And eventually, you know, uh, every once in a while, get a call, get called up to the stage, win a prize. And that's getting harder and harder for them to do. And I know, that they are just walking away from the sport and we've lost several teams, good teams out of Colorado that uh, seven, eight years ago were pretty dominant in the sport in Colorado. And, you know, they just don't want to cook the Wagyu briskets and the, you know, the high quality meats that it, you know, that it takes to do it. And this day and age, you pretty much have to, um, unless you do a, a cook that the meats are provided and you do the draw and all that, which I'm all up for doing that. I have no problem with it. I can cook with pellets and electricity or charcoal and a trash can doesn't matter to me, but um, yeah, I think uh, it's definitely pricing itself out of the market. It's kind of nice to price a fuel right now. Um, That helps tremendous. But when I was trying to do 25 comps, when gas was almost $4 a gallon, it was, it was killing you. So uh, Ryan, I apologize. One last question. What's the goal for 2016? Do you want to be KCBS team of the year? Do you want to finish, you know, in certain places and in, in the categories? What's the, what, what are the, the, the thumbnail? Yeah. My, my goal for this year, uh, for this last season where we're, you know, finishing up, um, was to be in the top 25 in, in all the four of the categories and in the overall um, I'm pretty sure besides brisket, I think I've hung out with about 30 s all year there. Yep. Um, I was when my finish team or my season came on in October, I was in the top 25, but being in Colorado, nothing around here just kind of slipped out of there. I think I'm still top 25 chicken and top 25 ribs. And I think pork, I'm 26, yeah, something like that. So I'm going to carry over the same goals into next year. Um, Obviously, team of the year would be awesome. It's it's hard to get enough contests in out here, but I'm going to do my best to do that. Um, but uh, that would probably be a little lofty goal. I'm still, you know, 
22, 23 years young into this sport and still learning just like everybody else. So, Just for the people that were wondering, 36th overall KCBS Team of the Year result, uh, 25th in chicken, 13th ribs, 26th pork, and 34th in brisket. So uh, as you said, aside from the brisket, uh, pretty much hitting exactly the, the goals that you were setting up. So uh, we yeah. will uh, we'll, we'll look forward to, to kind of following you down the road in, in 2016, and uh, we'll talk to you again here in a few weeks after that first competition. All right, thank you very much. All right, Ryan, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks. All right, see you, bye. There he is. And I hit the wrong button. Good Lord. Ryan Grube, Backdraft Barbecue, doing the plus 30 in competitions for 2016. So very excited. See, that's what I was talking about. If you tuned into the barbecue... uh, If you turned into the pre-Barbecue Central show, (laughs) notice the Whiskey Ben in the Pit show, everybody. Hey, everybody, it's my show, too. At the very end, Chad asked me what makes a good guest. In the end, it's the guest, and it's the passion and the excitement that they're bringing when they're talking. And Ryan has, he's going to be a great guest. I know CJ's going to be a great guest, too. I've talked to Tim from Tim's Full Belly Deli on the phone. I'm, I know he's going to be a good guest. So good luck to Ryan and Backdraft Barbecue as they go to compete in two weeks' time. Uh, let me talk to you quickly about the longest-running sponsor of the show. Located in Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you have been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices for your cookers, stop here. This is the company that started it all. They are the creators of this technology. Why are you going to buy from any other company? I don't know. If you're not familiar with how these little beauties work, I don't get into the minutiae, but imagine a product that allows you to set your pit temperatures in one set, keeps it running at that temperature all the way through the cook. Sound too good to be true? It's not real life you can take advantage of this technology today because maybe you're a busy working professional or you're constantly on the run with kids doing errands quite frankly you just don't have the time to set around and tend pit temperatures the barbecue guru allows you to throw on a pork butt or a brisket or a couple slabs of ribs and you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done and the guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at there's a bunch of different models to choose from I want to tell you which one to choose so go to the website and peruse what they have and then if you have any questions I beg of you, don't, don't, don't guess. Call them instead and get the straight information from the experts. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. Or email them from the website, thebbqguru.com. A breakthrough in barbecue technology is the Barbecue Guru. Again, the contact information, 800-288-GURU, or visit the website, thebbqguru.com. Let me point out that me saying something about specialty beef and all this stuff is a mere statement about cost. Obviously, people use it. Uh, Denise makes a point saying that Sterling Ball uses that stuff. There's people that can afford to use that stuff, and then I think there's perhaps a bigger portion of people that really can't afford to use that stuff but feel they have to use it in order to compete. That's what I'm talking about. If you can afford it, if you have the means, whatever. I'm talking about the people that are putting themselves in financial danger by competing or using all the specialty stuff and all the pits and all this other stuff. Pretty expensive. I mean, I don't even compete, and I know that. All right, it's uh, can a freshman say it right after this?
get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ, centralshow.com is the email address. If you want to play, can a freshman say it? We're going to load it up right now. Uh, go ahead and shoot me a call. 216-220-0966. And we will be off and running. If you're not familiar with how to play the game, shame on you. But I'll tell you anyway. I'm trying to get my damn mic stick. Oh, man, I didn't even have it turned up right. Eh, you know, first time on the show. Here's the deal. You're going to call in. We're going to put you up. It's going to be very exciting. I can tell you right off the bat. You're going to be very nervous. And then we will get into the game show itself. And it's very simple. All you have to do is answer three of five questions correctly. You have to guess if a freshman can say it. But you guess three out of five correctly, you win Butcher Barbecue products. So let me get into the intro here. And here we go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the game show sweeping the nation. It is Can a Freshman Say It? And I am your host, Greg Rippey. And we're going to be playing the show right now. We have a caller on the line. Uh, caller, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nick from uh, Corona, California. Uh, Nick with a like a November or Mick like a May flower? No, Nick like a like a Nicholas. Nick like a Nicholas. All right, very good. Well, welcome in, <laughs> Nicholas. Hey, or, thanks, man. Or Nick, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Nick, you know how to play the game? I sure do. All right, so we're gonna start out. You got to get three of five right. So here okay. we go. Do it. All right, Nick. First word for grilling oil, by the way, from Butcher's Barbecue, which can be gotten at butcherbbq.com if you don't want to risk not being able to think like a freshman. <laughs> uh, Nick, can a freshman say the word barbacoa? Remember, this freshman, who may or may not be my daughter, is reading the word on paper and then has to verbally translate it out of her mouth hole properly. <laughs> Barbacoa. No, I don't think so. No way. She can't say it. No way. All right. Go <laughs> no with way. A, go with a no. Lock you in. All right. Uh, we go to the soundboard. Show me Barbacoa. Barbacoa. Oh, look oh. at you. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Nevertheless, we continue on. Yeah. Oh, for one, Nick. That's all right. Got to get the next three or okay. four in order to keep playing here. Nick, can a freshman say one of the most favorite words I've ever said out of my mouth? Succulent. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. All right. Lock you in on a yes. All right. Let's go to the soundboard. Show me succulent. 
succulent. Oh, look at you. Huh? Very good. Now we're one for one. You got the hang of it. Nick uh, getting a mind like a freshman on right now. <laughs> All right, here we go with your third word, Nick. Um, we okay. were just uh, we were just in, in my last segment close. I was talking about the cost of barbecue and competition. I don't compete, and I said mm-hmm. these high uh, quality beasts like Wagyu. Can a freshman say Wagyu? No. No. All right. No. This freshman may or may not live in a barbecue related household. That's fine. We'll lock you in with a no. And the chat room agreeing with you, by the way, Nick. Show okay, me. I like it. Show me Wagyu. Wagyu. Oh. Damn. Oh. Well, look at us now. Here we are. We are at the very last question. My goodness. You certainly know how to bring the drama, Nick. Good for you. As a show host, I appreciate that more than you can realize. That's all right. Um, the last word is escape. Can a freshman say escape? And let me throw something into the mix here, Nick. Okay. I can't tell you how many people I know that read the word escape and still say escape. And besides wanting to punch them in the face... I don't get it. I mean, what's the deal? But let me just throw that in the hopper for your consideration as well. Uh, can a freshman say escape? Yes. All right. We'll lock you in for a yes. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so nervous. Are you nervous? Yes, I am. My heart's beating. I know I am. <laughs> for the grilling oil, show me Escape. Escape. Oh, look at this guy. He's a winner. Well, Nick, you have done it. You have outfunk a freshman. I have no idea how that's possible, but you have done it, my friend. So congratulations to you. All you need to do is send me your shipping information to greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. And Dave Bosco from Butcher Barbecue will be happy to send you a three-pack of the grilling oils, which you will absolutely love because most of all, they're delicious. And second of all, it's shelf-stable, so you can keep it right out there and use it all the time. Thanks for calling in tonight, Nick. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You got it. There he is. It's Nick, everybody. Yeah. Hey, Nick. Very good. Oh, sweet blue. That's right. Sweet blue. Well, that was fun. Now, because it is the new year, I actually have a whole nother game on deck. This game show was called, Can a 7th Grader Say It? Yeah! So bring it on, ladies and gentlemen. 216-220-0966. Call in and play the newest game that'll be sweeping the nation. Can a seventh grader say it? I will be giving you prizes out of my very own prize closet. Stock full of West Coast offense stuff, injection stuff, sauce stuff. 
It's a prize pack upwards of $17 or $18, Polly. Yeah. 216-220-0966. And we'll get you right up to talk about, or not to talk about, but to play the game show. It's fun and exciting. Right, we'll wait for somebody to call. Got to get back to my notes here. Good Lord. Uh, thanks, by the way, thanks again to uh, Ryan Grube, who will be offering himself to the uh, general Barbecue Central consuming public all next year. Remember, if you're new to the show, in 2016, we will be, we, I, will be following three different teams. Two of them are in that 15 to 25 contest range, and Ryan is uh, expressly selected for the 30-plus event range. And uh, as he said uh, on his own accord, by the way, that it's got to be tough for him because he is going to be playing the... I mean, as a as a father of a daughter who is a very high-level athlete at 14 years old and the time requirement it takes, just in the logistics standpoint, for me to get... Uh, uh, for me and my wife to get her to practices and then to tournaments and now uh, playing at a higher uh, level on the volleyball side, these tournaments could be two days instead of one day now uh, to leave and compete and then be back for a tournament on Sunday. I mean, whoa, that's going to be taking a toll over the course of 12 months. So uh, it'll be very interesting to, to get that dynamic and how that may or may not affect him at his cooks and the competition side of things. And, uh, then making sure that he's uh, getting enough time at home and, and making sure everybody's good on, on that side, too. A lot of uh, responsibilities there. So uh, thanks to Ryan for coming on. Again, uh, CJ, Clarence Joseph, will be joining us in the second hour to talk about a little groundwork on him before we go into the competition foray with him in 2016. Uh, all right. Had someone on the line there and then lost someone on the line there. See, I don't know. Like, why why am I even going to be friends with this person on Facebook? I see all the other people that are friends with this person on Facebook, and I look at one of this this person's pictures. I have no idea why I would even want to be friends. Some people just love friends. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a friend whore on Facebook. I accept pretty much everybody. But if it looks weird... I'm going to click on your particular page and see if you just don't have a bunch of nudie pics up there. I want no nudie pics. Not up in here. That's right, sweet Brown. Let me make sure. All right, uh, Dave, I do not have shipping information on Nick yet, so as soon as I get it, I will go ahead and pass it along to him. Uh, this will be the last show of the year. Jason King loves nudes, by the way. Uh -oh. Of course. You know, I've said it time and time again. In this 
technology-driven world and all of the advances and all of the things that you have at your fingertips and everything that you kind of have to pay for on the internet now, did anyone ever think that at your fingertips, at any second, any time of the day, 24 and 7, 365, porno would be free? I mean, I know there's a lot of money going on in the porn industry, but there is so much free porno out there. I couldn't believe that that has not somehow gotten gobbled up by you got to pay to have any type of access to any. There is just nudity all over the place. I love it. Well, that never goes away. It's crazy. Who? I, 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 it, it just blows my mind that there is that much free porn on the Internet still. It's crazy. That and may if we're doing stories, who turns the channel? Come on, Steve. And by the way, Jason King brings up a good point in the chat room. Maybe the story of 2015 isn't anything about racial tensions or gay and lesbian weddings or the cost of doing barbecue competitions or anything like that. Maybe it is the fact that. A well-known porn rag, Playboy, has done away with nudes. Jason has canceled his subscription. A lot of people will tell you that they read it for the articles. Jason reads it for the naked women. Yeah. You know why everybody else reads it. I mean, there's a, there is a magazine. Uh-oh. Wow, I've never, ever... That's the biggest news story of the year. It just happened. I sneezed on the show. I've never done that before. Never, ever, never done. A well-known porn rag like Playboy has gotten so jacked up on itself by hearing over and over again. I just read it for the article. I just read it for the article. We tell you, if you're doing your audience survey of why do you read playboy and these guys sound like this uh um, i i just read it for the articles liars every one of them anybody who sounds like that is reading it for the pictures okay Uh, i i just read it for the articles (laughs) i read it for the jackie motlin joke page Whatever. All right. Can we get me out of this segment quickly enough? No, not possibly. We're going to come back to wrap up the first hour after this. By the way, congratulations to Nick for winning. Nick Esparza. Esparza. Yes, from Corona, California. Good for Nick. Good for winning. Folks, if you didn't know by now, and I've told you time and time again, Big Papa Smokers is the one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue. Number one dealer of Mac pellet grills in the world. Big Papa Smokers features a wide selection of American-made grills and smokers, such as the Old Hickory Ace BP, Gateway Drum Smoker, even a drum kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. 
Big Papa Smokers also has made a name for itself in recent years by crafting an award-winning line of championship rubs from flavors like Sweet Money to Happy Ending. Their rubs have had a hand in winning almost every major barbecue competition, including the 2012 and 13 American Royal, the uh, 2012 and 14 Jack Daniels, the 2014 Houston Livestock and Rodeo, I think the 2015 King of the Smoker, all that stuff. They win a lot, right? BPS can't be pigeonholed into competitive barbecue either. BPS has become so well-known, they've been picked up by a nationwide restaurant chain. BJ's Restaurant and Brew House, with four of the nine rubs featured on their permanent menu amid glowing reviews, BPS rubs have proven to be a great addition to anyone's pantry. Big Pop is also banded together with fellow fellow California-based rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profiles that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. BPS features an online meat locker with top-quality meats from Snake River Farms shipped right to your door from the American Kobe beef, the Kurabuda pork, the Double R Ranch meats. Big Papa's Meat Locker has something for every type of barbecue and grilling aficionado. Committed to bringing you the best flavors on the market. That's why they offer you a fine swine sauce, granny's barbecue sauce, swamp boy sauce. New kids on the block this season. Who will the new kids on the block be next season? Stay tuned. BPS also has the elite team featuring 15 of the best competition teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition, barbecue, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind, BPS doing this in only uh, almost six years of being in the biz, turning the competition world on its head. Providing customers with the very best barbecue products, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain, and most importantly, benefiting children's charities across the U.S. Just the beginning for Big Papa Smoke. All right, uh, we will be back to wrap up the first hour right after this. Phone calls, emails at 1035. It's an open segment. We'll be right back. Stick around. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. portion of the barbecue central show is being brought to you by cookingpellets.com your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet driven cookers visit cookingpellets.com for more info or to purchase you can also visit amazon.com to purchase as well uh, i don't know if anybody is reading the chat room right now but there is a delightful conversation going on with one david qualls who is detailing out the number of states and miles that he drove this competition season. 18 states. Uh, I'm no mathematician, but let's see. 18. Carry the one. Seven. Divided by. That's roughly 97% of the states in the union. Wow. Look at that guy. Also, 40 count them i'm not saying 14 
I'm saying the number four in the letter D, 40, 40,000 miles. Whoa. Uh, for barbecue. Now, I believe David is uh, well-versed in the whole in-the-car windshield time between where he lives and where he works. I think that's, that's a pretty big drive, right, Dave? But 40,000 miles for barbecue. And for finishing second. I mean, Dave, I don't want to be the guy that points out the obvious here, but you finish a little short, pal, so you need to do 80,000 next year to win. Let's go. Come on. Pony up. Pony up. You can do it. What's another... 30,000 miles between <laughs> Wow 18 states And 40,000 miles That's huge That's huge The question of the day is Do 40,000 miles Get to be written off To the Fed Gov At 55 cents a mile Does that happen? Does that happen? Wow Uh, I believe Dave Qualls unequivocally did not take up my offer to do more miles next year. How about that? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Considered a hobby. Yikes. Not for that. That's that's a FTJ. Full-time job. I mean, that's more... That's That's three times... Three times and then additional 4,000 miles than people get with their lease of 12,000 miles a year. You, you more than tripled that. You, if you were leasing your car right now, you would be in You'll have some planning to do. All right. Let's load up for the second hour. Going to refresh my uh, Cabernet Sauvignon out of a box because I'm high class. But at least I got a big-ass glass. I suggest you do the same. And uh, we'll see you back here for the second hour. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Last one of the year, folks. Stick around. We'll be right back. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to. And we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? You have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? We ate Christmas for Wiener. Delicious Liberty is a feast. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> We have top men working on it right now. Top men. Just like that, we are into the second hour. Just like that. 
Uh, friends and family, you have found the Barbecue Central show right here on the uh, Barbecue Central Radio Networks. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of uh, barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm Greg Rempe. I am your host. And thanks for hanging out with me here for the second hour. If you missed the first hour, shame on you. You've missed a ton. What have you been doing? You can get the show on podcast, on replay, at a number of different places. Here on this website, Outdoor Cooking Channel, uh, iTunes will have it up first, more uh, first and quicker than anybody else. So you can get everything that happened in the first hour uh, right around midnight tonight if you just can't wait to get your hands on it until tomorrow. You need to have it right now. It's like 11.59, the download becomes available. I've been getting some emails over the last couple of weeks since we've moved into the new uh, studio confines, which you can't see because I run a green screen here. But uh, why do you reach off to the side like this at the end of your segments? Uh, it's because on top of the door... Let me see, actually. I might have a picture. I might have a picture. Sometimes it's better. I know the people that get the download won't be able to see this portion of it, but not everybody can see everything. Uh, where is it? Uh, okay, here we go. This is a picture of what it looks like right over the door as you get in. I have an on-air sign. So when, like right now, that is lit up. And then when I am in between breaks, I flip the switch down and then the light goes off. And then if, you know, like my show producer or my intern or whatever needs to come in and see me, you know, they can come in. Then when it goes back on, people know I'm on the air and it better be an emergency or a guest is being ushered in to go live on the show because we have somebody scheduled in, which is rare. I have a great new guest portion over on the other side of my studio right now that is just yearning to be used. So if you are going to be in the Cleveland area at any point, feel free to drop me a line. Tell me you're going to be up here. You'd like to come in and sit. I mean, of course, it helps if you're going to be here on a Tuesday between the hours of 9 and 11. Like, really, that's key. Aside from you being here live, it's key that you're here Tuesday between 9 and 11. And then we'll set you up. I have that whole wall is green screened. I can fit you back in. It'll be wonderful. I got your own microphone. Wow. Your own lighting. It's fabulous. A huge band. I'm going to do a video tour probably at some point. This is what I wanted to tell you about last week. Couldn't find out. I know this is news you've been waiting for. This is the show that gives you odd news. This is the I've saved it for the last show of the year. Research shows your farts can prevent cancer and are good for people around you. Yeah, that's right. This may sound hard to believe, but according to new research, your flatulence may be very practical. Not just for you, but for people around you. New research from the UK reveals that farts can fight cancer and other deadly diseases and illnesses, reports The Mirror. Mm -hmm. 
has anybody ever noticed that uh and I don't I, I don't want to be pre-qualify guy that says something and then goes but and then erases everything he just said. It seems to be kind of a recurring thing that the UK sends stuff over like this. It's bizarre. The, the weirdest stories I ever get on barbecue, the weirdest stories I ever get on cancer fighting flatulence never comes from Canada, never comes from America, never comes from Mexico or Cuba or wherever else. It's always coming from the UK. So why is that? The story continues. This study, which was concluded by researchers at Exeter University in England, I apologize if I butchered the name, concluded that one should not refrain their farts. On the contrary, it is healthy for you and even those around you if you release them. Human gases contain hydrogen sulfide, which in large doses may be toxic. But according to this new research, the hydrogen sulfide contained in a fart is fine since it's in smaller doses. And as it turns out, these small doses can help prevent cancer, dementia, stroke, heart attacks, report the mirror. The researchers behind the study are now seeking to use this new information to produce medications containing hydrogen sulfide from, from, from where? From farts. If one of the most ruthless products out there on the market today, which we all know is liquid smoke, a uh, additive that is from, made from distilling smoke into a liquid form and then putting it into a bottle. It's gross. It's the worst. If smoke, if real smoke flavor is delicious and romantic, its liquid form is one of the most repulsive things you can ever put in your mouth or as a ingredient in a recipe or everything. It's the worst. Why would making medication from farts be any different than that? Right? Not that a regular fart is good and a distilled fart is going to be like worse or whatever. Researchers say we have exploited this natural process by making a compound called AP, like Alpha, uh, Alpha Papa 39, which slowly delivers very small amounts of this gas. Specifically to the disease, researcher Matt Whiteman told the mirror. So, next time you're out, or next time you're wherever you're at, and you got to fart really bad. I mean, usually, you know, what do you usually do when you got to fart? Nothing. Nothing. You do nothing. Nothing. That's right. I already said that. Now, you can just rip rip loose go on get after it nobody cares you're like hey somebody be like wow hey did you just fart you're like yeah am i preventing cancer for you by ripping ass yes yes i am
And lucky for you, I'm going to be here for like the next four or five hours, busting it out like you have never seen, preventing cancer like my name is Superman, giving all new uh, praise and fondness to the name Ass Man. That's right. Dave Bosco weighing in. That's why you've never heard of a dog dying of cancer. That's right. Crazy dogs are f- man. The dogs fart. Wow. So do cats, by the way. Anybody want two cats? I got two cats up for sale. Free. Free, and I'll pay the shipping mail if you need. If you want, if if I can really save some money, I'll ship a media mail with maybe one or two holes. I agree, Patrick. Get me out of here. Where's Clarence Joseph? We got to tighten up. Let's tighten up. Maybe Patrick means we've sunk to a new low in medical research. If tearing bottom means health for everybody. Maybe we had the answer all along. Man, I feel like a schmuck now. Happy holidays from Cook Jack. So thankful for all their customers, vendors, dealers, distributors, employees. Sending a special wish out to the listeners of the Barbecue Central show for a prosperous, happy, healthy, and tasty new year. That's right. Cook Shack manufactures electric smokers, pellet-fired smokers, pellet-fired charbroilers, and pellet grills. They also sell accessories, sauces, rubs, wood pellets to use in the ovens and grills. With a variety of sizes and styles, Cook Shack can fit the need of any customer. Cook Shack provides commercial and competition cooking classes, online recipes, and the video cooking classroom. Check out their website, cookshack.com or pelletcooker.com. That's their blog. And their social media groups on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Instagrams, and LinkedIn. Also, they have a world-class barbecue forum. On the competition circuit, Cook Shack's pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champs. Teens from the coast to coast, west coast, east coast, north coast, all have pellet-fired smokers. The choice of champs, the FEC 100 can handle... <laughs> All four meat categories with ease, while the Fast Eddies by Cook Shack, PG-1000, and 500, and Pellet Grills smoke on the indirect side and grill on the direct side. Uh, you can purchase a Cook Shack unconditional 30-day money-back guarantee by any Cook Shack product. If you're not 100% satisfied, return it in 30 days for a full refund, credit, or replacement. Cook Shack is dedicated for crafting smoker ovens to give you that genuine pit barbecue wood and smoke flavor. They continue to develop and improve their products with an inspiration of smoking made simple. They'd love to share their passion for barbecue with you. Give them a call, 800-423-0698. Cookshack.com and pelletcooker.com. That's right. All right, uh, we will step away. We will reload with Clarence Joseph from Mama Papa Joe's barbecue team right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. We're locked and loaded. We met the first third of the teams that we are uh, doing the Barbecue Central reality show of competition cooking teams. And uh, now we're going to meet the two-thirds, the the second third. The next team. Jeez, my math is horrible. Uh, He is the pitmaster of Mama and Papa Joe's barbecue team. He is a cooking class instructor. He is a championship award-winning pitmaster and somebody that is falling into that uh, 15 to 25 range. Let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome in Clarence Joseph to the show. Clarence, how are you, buddy? CJ. Great. What's happening? Yo, how are you? Oh, all is well, baby. Can, uh, good to hear you, man. Yeah, can you hear me all right? I got a little uh, got a little noise there. You good? Yeah, I've got you now. All right. Now yeah, I've got you now. All right, so Clarence, I uh, had Rob Grube on from Backdraft Barbecue at 914, and we were he's fitting that like 30-plus competition range that I was looking for for the uh, reality TV show uh, slash internet radio show sensation, or it will be a sensation, coming up next year where we're following three teams uh, from uh, January until whenever they start, well, I guess from whenever they start competing next year to whenever they end and getting all the juicy details. So I said, hey, you know, I got a lot of applications for this stuff, and I'm kind of weeding through. But, you know, there's a whole other thing to this. There's teams deciding that they want to go ahead and jump in here. And and truth be told, I said to everybody that got in touch with me, look, uh, let me be very upfront. I need to know and have access to everything that you're doing. It's not going to be for everybody. Plus, you got to have kind of a good personality because we don't want to be on, you know, 25, 26, 30 times during the course of a year and have somebody that sounds like, you know, they just got up from a nap five minutes ago every single time they're on. So, um, you know, a lot of things that you have to consider uh, as a pitmaster to, to come on here. So, like, what's the what's the draw for you? Why, uh, why did you guys want to be a part of this? You know, Greg, uh, I would really love to uh, to get my name outside of uh, Texas. Uh, I've developed uh, uh, some 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 a, a little bit of a following here in Texas, but outside of Texas, uh, outside of the American Royale, I haven't cooked any other uh, location. So I think uh, being on this show, uh, being one of the teams that you're going to follow. Uh, will will help me uh, make inroads into uh, some areas outside of Texas. I'm venturing into Florida uh, end of January for one of my first cooks outside of American Royale, uh, outside of Texas. So I'm looking forward to it. Clarence Joseph joining me here on the show. Uh, his friends know him as CJ, and he is the uh, pitmaster of Mom and Papa Joe's barbecue team. Uh, we're going to get into the whole how the team developed and kind of how you're uh, doing all this stuff and what the goals are for 2016. But you know, if we could kind of really back it all the way out, and you know, maybe even look at it from you know uh, as you're growing up, uh, you know where you're from. Uh, what you're into uh, job-wise and, uh, you know, kids married, 
you know, all that stuff? Did you grow up around barbecue? All that good stuff. I believe it or not, Greg, I was born, uh, I was born in Central America. I was born in Belize. Uh, really? And I uh, came to the States uh, when I was, uh, give or take, 10 or 11. Uh, my mom's a great cook. I remember watching her doing a lot of cooking around the house. Uh, she never required much help, so I don't remember helping very much. But uh, she's a great cook. And somewhere along the lines, I picked up uh, a love of cooking. Not always barbecue. I remember start, starting out uh, boiling ribs. And uh, hope, hopefully nobody uh, is, uh, none of my close friends are listening to me say that. But I do remember boiling ribs and my friends telling me how good they were. Uh, but uh, it, just, it just led up to uh, a, a love of barbecue. And uh, I got into competition barbecue uh, in a roundabout way. I had an Army buddy, Paul Carnell, and I. He's, uh, Paul Carnell has been on the show. Uh, he and I lived about 10 minutes from each other. Uh, every weekend, we'd be cooking over uh, one or the other's house and always, uh, you know, ribbing each other about whose barbecue was better. And this was give or take uh, six, seven years ago. And uh, the Pitmaster series uh, first came on TV. And for us, it became the, the next step. You know, uh, if we thought our barbecue was that good, uh, here's an opportunity to prove it. And uh, we threw our hat in the ring with a... Uh, with a makeshift team, uh, not knowing a whole lot. I remember running out, spending a couple of thousand dollars on pop-up tents, uh, WSMs, the whole nine yards. But uh, we got into it, and he and I, we cooked together for uh, a good solid two years. I, I, uh, I'm a teacher, love to teach. Uh, spent some time in the military. I retired uh, in 2006 from the military. Uh, after retiring from the military, I uh, started to teach uh, eighth grade U.S. history, and I did that for eight years. But along that eight years, someplace in, uh, within that eight years, my, my love for barbecue just really started to take over uh, just about everything I did. I remember being in the classroom uh, trying to teach the kids, but my mind was on barbecue. You know, uh, uh, and after I started uh, competing, every Friday I'd bring my pit with me to work because I leave right after work or sometimes a half a day. And uh, I remember trying to teach, but uh, I'm only thinking of competition. And uh, it, it, it started to consume me. And uh, eventually, you know, I had to make that decision to, uh, to follow my passion. And uh, I resigned uh, last January from my teaching position and I, I began to do barbecue full time between competing, giving classes, and uh, a little catering here and there, uh, things have been working out uh, fairly well. Uh, as far as uh, significant others, uh, married guy, single guy, had been married guy, kids, all that stuff? I'm a married guy. Uh, I've, got an, uh, I've got my 30th anniversary coming up uh, January 2nd. Wow, look at uh, this my guy. Wife, uh, Alicia, Happy New Year my indeed. My wife, Alicia, from uh, Hamilton, Ohio. Uh, so she's your home girl, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Well, uh, we've been married 30 years. We've got a, a 21-year-old daughter who is now a senior at, uh, 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 what is it? Oh, in San Marcos, uh, Texas State University. Uh, great girl. Uh, she's uh, majoring in uh, uh, nutrition. She wants to be a dietitian. So uh, uh, she's she's really doing well. She's taking care of business. and. 
I expect nothing but uh, great things from her. My wife is a uh, is uh, my my absolute support foundation with this barbecue. You know, you'll hear guys say it all the time. Uh, if your wife does not like you competing, you probably won't be competing, or you won't be married very long. <laughs> uh, I I'm fortunate enough that my wife does uh, support uh, this habit. You know. Uh, it can get lengthy, uh, especially when I'm doing those back-to-back-to-back-to-backs cook-off, uh, and she's trudging along with me. Uh, she's a trooper. Love her for it. Uh, Ryan sounded like uh, at least the majority of time it's just him. He's going out. Uh, he's a one-man cook team. And, you know, it seems like over the last handful of years uh, where it was at least two people and sometimes three, four, five, six, and maybe even up to seven guys uh, and gals were a mix of uh, co-eds going out and making up a team. Sometimes they would trade off here or there, lose one or two, but there always seemed to be at least two with gusts up to five, six, and seven, depending on who you're talking to. Now I see more of a trend of just the snipers out there. It's it's just the husband or it's just the wife, and, and maybe it's a work thing or maybe it's because – uh, the guy or the, the girl wants to get away from the significant other to keep that marriage going, whatever the case may be. Um, but uh, she goes with you and helps, or she just kind of go with you just to kind of be with you and socialize while you're doing the, the cook thing, or how does that work? You know, it uh, it started out with a little bit more of uh, socialization. Uh, she loves, uh, she's a talker. She, she loves to socialize. But within the last year, she's really wanted to take a, a bigger role in the cooking. Uh, and I'm, I've started off slowly giving her uh, more responsibility. She's seasoning meats, uh, even though I find it hard to turn my back while she's uh, yeah, yeah. she's doing anything like that. Uh, but she's, she's taking on a bigger role. She's my primary, primary uh, box runner. Uh, but she's definitely uh, slowly but surely taking on a bigger role. And, uh, you know, team dynamics, I think uh, uh, people, a lot of people are realizing that team dynamics really play a huge role uh, to have a successful competition team. Uh, very often, uh, a lot of guys I speak to, you know, uh, tell me that they once uh, were, were part of uh, a larger team, five, six, seven guys. But uh, that's, that's a lot of cooks in the house. Uh, people want uh, responsibility and uh, not everybody can do everything. You will find that uh, some of the most successful teams across the nation in competition barbecue tend to be the smaller teams, the individuals, or the husband and wife, or the two, two, uh, the two teammates. So team dynamics really play a huge role. Uh, do you think that's just specific to the fact that, as you alluded to, there's not as many cooks in the kitchen, not as many uh, offerings of advice or do this or, or do that? Because obviously the more you have, the more input you get. And, and sometimes uh, that's probably not to the benefit. Uh, I, I agree with the, the input and there tend to be a lot of second guessing. Uh, like I said, Paul Carnell and I started cooking together in uh, 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 06 and we cooked together for two years. And as we both got more and more comfortable in the competition game, uh, we each wanted a, a larger role uh, in terms of uh, uh, determining uh, how things would be cooked, uh, what would be turned in. And uh, he's, a, he's a very good friend of mine, and uh, I really wanted to keep that, that, that friendship the way we had it. And internally, I just felt that eventually if we kept going uh, in the direction where both of us were sort of uh, uh, passive aggressive, 
struggling for, for control. Eventually, I think, you know, we would have come to words or something and it would have really destroyed the, the, the friendship to a degree, so to speak. So we made the, the, uh, the decision, you know, to, uh, to cook by ourselves. And I, I will tell you, I think it worked out for, uh, for the better. Uh, we both became much better cooks a lot faster than we probably would have if we had continued cooking together. Uh, having that freedom to experiment, to take chances, uh, to be in charge of everything from A to Z really, really uh, uh, made me a better cook. Uh, Clarence Joseph joining me here on the show, pitmaster of Mom and Papa Joe's Barbecue, one of the teams that will be following all next competition season in 2016, kind of fitting into that 15 to, to 20, maybe 25 range. Uh, plus, uh, CJ gives cooking classes, which we're going to be able to really get an inside look at as well this year, which we've never been able to do, which we appreciate. Let me ask you, kind of following up on that uh, whole, uh, your, your wife taking a little bit more of a, an active role in the camp part, not just a socialization because of what you said with uh, your previous cooking partner, does any of that on the outset here worry you that if she wants to take more and more role, that there's going to be that uh, conversation that might have to take place? Or worse, uh, she takes more of a role, and at the end of a contest, you feel like maybe she did something that put you guys down a couple points and, and you missed a GC or something else where she feels you've done something. And now there's a whole car ride home where something might have to be talked about because you still live with uh, her, right? Great, great question. Uh, I really, really believe that uh, the wife and I, we've got a great understanding of uh, our, uh, our dynamics at a, at a, at a barbecue cook-off. She knows and, 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 and believes in me as a head cook. Uh, I don't think she would ever uh, get to that point where she would want to really start controlling and making uh, these these uh, important decisions, these 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 detailed decisions concerning uh, what goes on at a cook. Uh, she trusts me. She 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 understands that I've got that that knowledge, uh, that ability, and she's behind me one hundred percent. Now, the, the part where she really, really burns me sometimes, and in a good way, because you, definite, you definitely have to have that, uh, that honest uh, conversation in terms of uh, how your meats taste on a particular day. You know, Every time we had a cook-off and, and we, 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 we produced something, we want it to be great. And when somebody tells you uh, that it isn't, uh, it really burns, you know, and uh, there may be times when I have to step away from her for a few uh, just to just to get over it. But uh, I need that honest opinion. And she is definitely uh, uh, the person to uh, to provide that. Uh, and she'll keep me grounded. You know, she keeps me uh, very well grounded. Uh, I, uh, I've been known to get a little bit uh, uh, butthurt or something at cookoffs and uh, or sometimes if, I, if I'm a little too happy. You know, she'll bring me back down. So uh, she keeps me on an even keel. And uh, like I said, she understands her role uh, as as my teammate, as my partner. For the people that are just kind of on the periphery of competition barbecue or, or maybe they don't uh, prefer to listen to these segments versus some of the other stuff that I covered during the course of, uh, of the show regarding the industry, they might find it a little odd that, uh, that somebody could get 
bad or that they have to step away for whether it be your wife or a friend or a teammate or whatever but you know just for the people to to gain a little bit more insight this is very real and very important and very passionate for you when you're at competitions you're not just going to have fun you're going to win oh absolutely you know uh you will hear a few cooks talk about uh, they do this just for fun uh greg this uh this hobby this hobby is a little too expensive to be out there doing it for fun. Yeah. I can find cheaper ways to have fun. You know, I can find much cheaper ways to have some fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm one of those cooks along with many others out there that take it very seriously. Uh, I'm not out there to have fun. Uh, fun just happens to be a part of it. But my primary mission out there is to, to go out there and try to win. And I will do everything within my power. You know, I, I, I go out there and I, I, uh, I'm, I'm one of those cooks that, that, that may be a little too detailed for a lot of other cooks. And, uh, I like things done a certain way. Uh, there's some things like, for example, my wife will not touch because she knows that that is mine. I want it done a certain way. And, uh, I, I'm the only one I feel can do it. Uh, I've had other teammates when my wife, uh, is not able to be out there who come and help me. And they understand the same thing. You know, we get some things straight before they come out there. Uh, this is my shop. Uh, I make the decisions. Uh, if you ever feel like you want to start making uh, decisions or or giving me advice, uh, then maybe it's time for you to go on out and, and, and form your own team. Uh, this is my shop, and I run it the way I do. But uh, in terms of seriousness, I don't know if there's anybody uh, more serious than I am. Uh, CJ. I'm absolutely out there to, uh, to win every single cook-off. Uh, CJ, in terms of uh, uh, competitions next year, are you still looking in that like fifteen uh, to twenty range? I'm I'm still looking, uh, Greg. I, I'm pushing between twenty twenty five. Okay. Uh, I'm really hoping to hit twenty two, twenty three, uh, along with uh, uh, nine classes, uh, nine of my classes. So uh, it's gonna it, it's it's gonna be a busy year, and uh, I I'm I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, I asked Ryan the same question I'm going to ask you. In terms of 2016 overall goals, what do you have uh, penciled in right now? In, in uh, you know, my top goal uh, for every year is always uh, making it to the jack. You know, uh, it's, it's one of those bucket list things that I absolutely want to accomplish at some point. Uh, so I'm always chasing uh, those seven qualifiers. Uh, I'm, I'm fortunate this year I get an opportunity for an automatic invite with the uh, Houston Livestock Rodeo. I get to cook that one this year. But uh, every year that I set off on a, on a, in a, on a new cook-off year, uh, the jack is always my goal. Uh, I would love to be able to reach uh, the neighborhood of uh, 10 grands this year. Uh, there's another San Antonio Rodeo. In my six years of cooking, one of the things I have not been able to do yet is to defend a, a grand championship. Uh, so that is another goal of mine this year, you know, is to defend one or two, see if I can repeat back to back. But uh, again, uh, it's simply to, to win as many uh, cookoffs as possible. Now, because you're a Texas-based guy, um, do you cook in a particular one of the three sanctioning bodies that are down there majority of the time? I cook in all three, but because uh, I'm in uh, Central South Texas, uh, 
most of our cook-offs tend to be of the of uh, from uh, IBCA. So I would say about 85% of my cook-offs are uh, IBCA cook-offs, uh, another 10% are Lone Star, and then uh, 5% uh, uh, Gulf Coast. And then you're going to be looking to, to pop in maybe KCBS or an FBA here or there. I'm look- yes. Yep. I'm looking at uh, the, the uh, Sunny's uh, Invitational Showdown, uh, end of January, which is uh, FBA, Florida Barbecue Association. I'm also looking at a second cook uh, in June in New Mexico. And uh, I, I cannot remember the name of that particular cook. I've got it on my calendar, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to doing a couple of trips out of state. You know, as, as a retired vet, I've got the time. Uh, more often than not is, is, is simply the fact that I, I hate doing something like that without people that, that I know. You know, I love having friends tagging along. I love having other cooks that I know uh, that I can set up next to. So that that's probably the primary reason I haven't stepped outside of uh, Texas more. Uh, Clarence Joseph is the pitmaster of Mama and Papa Joe's barbecue team. He is one of the teams that will be following along next season uh, for uh, 2016. Uh, when do you uh, when do you plan on getting the first one going? That's at the end of January, right, in Florida? Uh- uh, our first one is middle of January, and it's a huge one. Uh, it's in Houston. Hold them and hit them. Uh, in the past, it's averaged around 200 teams. Wow. This year, they have decided to uh, to close it at 150 teams, and they are already there. They're already at 150. Uh, this wow. will be the weekend of uh, the 15th, so right middle of January. So I've got a couple more weeks before I'm back at it. All right, so uh, we will get you back on and uh, recap that event. Uh, we can also lay out uh, flavor profiles that you're going to be starting out with, and you know any uh, adjustments you've made from you know one season to the next. And then I'm really going to be looking forward to kind of getting the insight uh, from uh, from a cooking class perspective as somebody that's giving it, and uh, you know kind of how you get the draw and how you get people attracted and, and what you're teaching and all that good stuff too. So I'm um, looking forward to a uh, very uh, productive and uh, insightful 2016 with CJ from uh, mom and Papa Joe's. Uh, good luck at that contest, man. We'll talk soon. Yay. Yay. Good speaking to you, Greg. Uh, looking forward to the next time. All right. There he is Clarence Joseph. Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue, uh, again, a team that we will be following all next year. So uh, we got two of the three down. Uh, Tim from Tim's Full Belly Deli will be on at some point, maybe next week or week after that, uh, as soon as uh, he's got his stuff tightened up and uh, he feels ready to come on and uh, give us his uh, foundational interview like we got from Ryan and from Clarence. Man, he's uh, he's he's – I think I have hit a home run with personalities at least. Who cares if they win? They're going to be fun to talk to. I think they're uh, going to be very open and willing to give their forth-tuitiveness to the show and you know talk about things that are really going on. And you know, I think at some points it's probably not going to be barbecue-related. It's going to be you know personal stuff. I mean, it doesn't have to get all slimy and gooey, but. We want to know what's going on. We want to know what the life of a real barbecue cook is and what it takes. To have a shot at winning KCBS, it takes 18 states and 40,000 miles. Wow. Dave, that's a lot, man. Wow. That is commitment. Congratulations. 
All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the 2015 Barbecue Tool of the Year. They come in three awesome sizes to fit your injecting needs. From backyard cooks to caterers to restaurant chefs, the Power Injector is right for you. Let's break it down. Let me tell you a little bit about each one. Number one seller is the half-gallon chops power injector system designed for competition or to pump up the backyard warrior like me. Easy to use, clean it, fill it, pump it, and go. If you have just one brisket or pork shoulder to do, you don't need to fill it up all the way. Just put in what you need. It uses it all. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. It's 100 bucks plus you pay the shipping. Then there's the one-gallon chops power injector system. Designed for the bigger cater jobs, holds double the amount of the half-gallon system. Some use it in competitions, like when you cook MBN, whole hog, or maybe you're cooking 10 shoulders to get that perfect one. Comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. This one's 120 bucks plus shipping in it. Then the newest one, the Chops Full Power Injector System. It is electric. It is the commercial and competition big daddy. It's not a holding tank, but a three-and-a-half-foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container, from a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum. It was designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City. He said time and time again that with the Chops Full Power Injector System, his briskets are better than ever. It comes with metal needle adapters, 14-gauge needles, 3-inch, 12-gauge needles, 2-inch, 11.5-gauge needles, 3 plug screws, and a needle protector, 325 bucks for shipping anyway. A number of the top pit masters and restaurateurs in the world are using the Chops Power Injector System every day to make their barbecue better than the rest. Because here's the thing. We live in a foodie world that requires flavor in every bite, right? This is how you do it and how you do it fast. And it's not just for me. How about an alcohol-infused watermelon or honeydew melon or cantaloupe or whatever you can stick those needles in and pump pooch into? Every injector is hand-assembled right in Kansas City, Missouri, USA. Extra accessories, you want them, they got them. Want to shoot medium ground spices? They have two-inch closed-tip needles, perfect for shooting fatty meats and from plugging up the needles with fat. They sell replacement stock needle adapters and plug screws. They have a great upgrade you can buy to make your chopped power injector bulletproof. Metal needle adapters. Yeah. Chops Power Injector System gives your barbecue some power. Don't forget, email Dan Uledal, Barbecue Kansas City, B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E, Barbecue Kansas City. Tell me what the free shipping deal on the Barbecue Central show. Tell them I emailed you about it. They'll be happy to hook you up. And trust me, you're going to be happy. I see more and more reviews on the Chops Power Injector System saying, how did I live without it? I don't know. I said the same thing. Get it. You'll be happy you did. We're back to wrap up the year right after this. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. One six two two zero zero nine six six. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. 
Uh, if you've missed any of the interviews tonight, you can go back and get the replay starting at about midnight tonight on this website and on iTunes. That's where it will hit first. Video replays you will find at YouTube. Outdoor cooking channel tomorrow, Yeah, typically around the lunchtime hour. So uh, if you want to jump in, here's an open segment. It's the last segment of the year prior to the wrap-up segment, but nobody gets to talk there. So if you've had a uh, particular point you've wanted to make and you've waited all year to do it, this is the one time that I recommend you call in and give me your two cents or write in. If you've had a favorite guest that you would like to weigh in on over the course of the last 12 months, I encourage you to call in or shoot me an email about it. Uh, maybe a particular product, maybe a prognostication on the direction that you see the industry of barbecue taking or the uh, segments of the industry like competition, like manufacturing, like accessories. This is going to be the year that steam barbecue takes hold of everything. I mean, I don't know. But this is the segment you want to do it at. Uh, if there's somebody you want to shout out to or give me a suggestion about the show, this is the segment you want to do at 216-220-0966. So there's a lot of great places that we can start as we look at the year in, in 2015 and, re, and how it relates to the show. We've gotten uh, a number of new partners to come on during the show this year. Chops, Power Injector System, uh, iGrill came back on again. Uh, they were uh, a handful of months last year in 2015, uh, 2014 and then came on for uh, pretty much the majority of the year. Um, we have had a, a number of really uh, what I call the, the staunch or the, the stable of uh, tried and true partners of this show. Butcher Barbecue, Barbecue Guru, Big Papa Smokers, um, but, uh, Green Mountain Grill. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, Cook Shack has been around uh, pretty much all year this year so some of the biggest names in the industry are finding value to partner with this show and look if you've ever wondered about what it takes or it, you really want to um there are some companies that are dropping at the end of the year uh, just because this is when they did it last year so that's going to be it uh, so there might be a spot or two that's coming up uh, i'm sorry i also uh, forgot uh, suckle busters as well they were a huge uh, sponsor of the show this year as well, uh, giving away a lot of product, um, doing some great interviews, uh, adding a lot of products uh, this year as well. So um, uh, I'm just humbled that anybody would would even spend $1 with the show and, and finding the value in it. Uh, let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and take a call. Uh, we are at area code 412, name and where you're calling from. Pittsburgh, PA. Pittsburgh, PA. And your name, sir? This is Hootie from Blowfish Barbecue. Hootie, how are you, buddy? Great, great yourself, Greg. How you doing tonight? Not too bad. What can I do for you? I uh, just wanted to, you know, tell you you had a great year of segments this year. Uh, a lot of insightful stuff on the barbecue, and uh, you really you brought you really stepped the game up in 2015. I hope to hear a lot more in 2016. And I uh, just want to say you had some really great interviews with like Aaron Franklin there and Ben Lang. Really appreciated those. And um, yeah, also want to see how's that Lang working out for you. I'm telling you what, uh, New Year's Day has five racks of ribs scheduled for it. So uh, it's going to be, I mean, look, uh, nobody knows better than you. Uh, we've had unseasonably, unseasonably warm weather 
uh, up here in the, well, I call it the Northeast, but uh, I mean, it was oh, 60 degrees. Yeah, it's good weather. Yeah, I mean, it was 60 degrees or whatever it was for Christmas. Uh, so it's dropping down a little bit now. So uh, this will be like the first time I actually get to run it when it's about 32 degrees uh, during cooking time. But it runs great. I found mine because I have the 36-inch. Uh, runs its sweet spot seems to be right at about 300 degrees, but uh, man, it's a it's a solid machine. Uh, it works great, still looks great, and I've used the shit out of it over the summer. So yeah, I mean, I love it. Do you have one yourself? Uh, yeah, I have an 84, and I also yeah. just picked up a 36 about a month ago. Yeah. Um, I went down and took the class with a uh, chef Paul Kirk there and Ben Ling, and uh, those guys put on a hell of a job. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you absolutely. Get a chance, Craig, you got to check those guys out. Yeah, when I get down south, uh, I've already I kind of have a standing appointment with Ben Lang to to kind of get down there and hang out. So uh, it's really good, and I really appreciate uh, hey, the well, call tonight, man. Well, let me know when you're going. Uh, I'm going down to pick up my third, hopefully sometime before summer. All right, I will do it. Appreciate you calling in tonight. All right, Greg. You the Happy man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. There he is, it's my guy. All right, calling in is the pitmaster of the American Dream Barbecue Team, David Qualls. Look at this guy. You might as well throw a couple more miles on your back and do this show before the year ends, Dave. I must say, you have wow. the nicest looking microphone today with that oh, beautiful new desk stand. I'm telling you. Isn't it, it? It is a. It's as pretty as your Jambo pit, right? Props. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a lot more professional looking there, too. Well, I love the champagne color oh, of yeah. the Heil PR40. Yeah. I, know, I know a guy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You had a good show I, I uh, all year long. Of course, I always enjoy watching the show. Dude. And um, and I, I liked your interview today. Uh, I listened to Whiskey Pit in the car on the way home, so I thought it was good. Um, Dave, let me ask you. I don't want to turn the tables on, on an impromptu uh, interview here, but you, you finished second uh, team of the year um, as you were kind of. Uh, chatting along here in the chat board, uh, recounting That's states and, and miles. First loser. Oh, forget first loser. Forget about that. Um, you know, if you're not first, you're last. Look, it, I mean, it's a for, for anybody that didn't understand or, or can't wrap their head around the the time commitment and the miles and obviously the expense that goes along with that. Um, like, how how do you finish up in your mind? 2015 for you second place doing all this stuff is, is there any bitterness or like man i wish we would have done this or i wish we would have done that or you just take second place and you're like wow man we're second place out of thousands of teams oh no it's it's been great you know we didn't we were on the sheer show earlier in, in the year when we were talking and you know i started out just trying to hit a grand so we'd uh um, qualify for the Royal. It, it, when we hit our first grand in April, it'd been nine months since we had won one. And I was sweating that we weren't going to get, you know, lucky enough to ever see it again. And, uh, then we just got on a run and it was like, okay, we're two away from the Jack. Let's keep cooking hard, hit our seven for the Jack and look up more first place. I mean, then it became a, Hey, it's, it's nip and tuck. It's nip and tuck at the end of the Jack. We're four points off from Travis and everybody, including, you know, me and my wife are telling each other, you know, we got to go give it a chase. And, and you go to Florida, it don't work. You go to Georgia, it don't work. And the next thing you know, you're just into this grind that it doesn't make. If I could erase from October to December out of the season, I'd be chomping at the bit to do it again. But, boy, that last month was grueling, and it wasn't worth it. 
you know, it it seems to be even for the teams that win, inevitably they they ride back to man, it was a grind. Very happy I won, or very happy I finished where I finished. But to make that run is just a, a grind that nobody they can tell you all about it, but till you experience it, it's not something that somebody just goes, hey, I can't wait to do it again next year. Oh, that's for sure. You know, and I know Travis he's very open about it that that he and his 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 goal and his purpose for cooking this year was to go win team of the year. And and I can only imagine what went through his head day after day, you know, this contest to the next contest to keep that fight. I'd have went nuts by June with that mentality. He's a monster at that. He's a great cook. He's very focused and, and he won it, deserved to win it. Uh what a monster cook, but uh, it, it's grueling. And if you're going to do it, um, be sure that you have sponsors or get ready to have a lot of money or spend a lot of money because, I mean, even with winning 10 grand and four reserves, I mean, we're still deep in the hole yeah. in this deal from a financial standpoint. But uh, it's fun. Go out, you know, I, like I said earlier, I think in a text deal, I'm going to stay close to home this year. I'm going to go out and have fun again. You know, instead of, hey, I need one more for the jack. Oh, I need one over 10 points. I need 10 points. I'm done with all that. I've, I've had my run, and now it's time to let's just go have fun again. Dave, because you were out and you visited so many states and you saw so many teams, do you think that there's a rise of the majority of teams wanting to do what you did to some degree uh, going forward, or do you think that there's more of a rise of teams wanting to do what you just said, stay a little bit more local and start to, to get back to having a little bit more fun? I think I see both of those. I think I see some people like we just heard Ryan Grob say he's going to make a run at it this year, and that's great. And and you've got to be focused, and you've got to be ready at home, and you've got to be ready at work to do that because it takes more commitment than just you as a team to do this. You know, if you're if you're working or if you own your own business or whatever, you're going to be looking to uh, your your partners and your coworkers to support you in this because you know you'll be gone. It's like you know going out on on tour, and it it, it for sure is. But I see some teams that are have the caliber of doing this. Uh, but I also see probably 2016 is the last year that we see the team of the year format the way it is, which turns it into this 12 month marathon. I think KCBS is uh, going to be working on uh, regrouping how they do team of the year. Probably I would say beginning in 2017, that's going to make it much easier for every team that cooks to have a shot at being a team of the year. Uh, Dave, let me ask you uh, one question here, and I know we've talked in the past uh, both on and off air about uh, growing competition barbecue, and I asked Ryan the same question I'm going to ask you. Do you think, you know, and as you look over sheer numbers of teams that competed the year before this year and and, and you see that there's a 700-team contraction, uh, one would probably correlate. I mean, sure, some are probably just going to wash out, but there has to be some correlation to how – having to be competitive now uh, and the associated costs with that uh, treats teams and how some teams can fit that into a budget. And, and probably the majority of those teams that washed out between one year to the next uh, decided that they couldn't financially step up. Do you think that, that the pit masters have kind of uh, jacked up the price on themselves with pits and with gadgets and with uh, the high profile beasts and stuff that they, they didn't uh, or they weren't doing, you know, five and six and 10 years ago? Well, it's supply and demand. 
you know, everybody's looking for that magic bullet and, uh, you know, there are people capitalizing on being able to offer the magic bullet, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm textbook case proof right here. We started cooking really in 2012, seriously, and made the run we run in three years after you talk to guys that's cooked 10 years. It's the classes, it's the internet, it's stuff like your show right here. I mean, people are listening to your show not only because they're barbecue enthusiasts, but, you know, you pick up a little nugget here or there when you have a team on talking about something. And as simple as charcoal or whatever, you know, just that mic stand a little bit better. You should have bought that one for me, too. You wouldn't have to do that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's the bar is raised. And any time the bar is raised, supply and demand, everybody wants something better. Can you tweak my Jambo? Can you tweak a WSM? Can you make something it works better. And, and I see some teams dropping out. What concerns me the most, and I don't want to eat up a lot of your time here, is that we are oversaturating the industry a little bit too. If you say 700 teams dropped out, is that true or not? We've added so many more contests this year, but we're only tracking the guys that are dues paid KCBS members. How many people competed that did not have a KCBS membership card. So their numbers don't go to KCBS for team of the year tracking. So you would have to take every contest and, and manually add the scores to see that difference. I just don't think it's down as much as everybody thinks it is. Should, should the focus then be on making teams become members of KCBS? So you have a little bit more of a, of a traceability of that. Well, not for that reason, but I've said all along that if you're going to cook in a KCBS sanctioned contest, you should be a KCBS member for a lot of reasons besides just geopolitical. I mean, there I think there's liability reasons. I think there's, you know, jurisdictional reasons that that should happen. KCBS doesn't want to address that. They only want judges to be members. But uh, I, I think that if you cook in a contest, you should be a KCBS member. I believe at some point there's going to need to be intermediate divisions of contests, not just it's a backyard contest or it's a master series. I think at some point we're going to have to create some contests that allow the learning teams to, and, and the young teams to have the ability to compete on a more level scale. Uh, that whole guinea pig idea is a great idea. In, in its concept of leveling the playing field for everybody has meat and stuff. And that's where I think, you know, that's not necessarily the end all of the deal because anybody can still enter that, but they need to create some contests or create some divisions that allow those teams that have won less than three grand championships in five years to compete at a different level to get their skill up. Otherwise, if you get, you know, I mean, if you send Manny Pacquiao up against Mike Tyson, every fight man he's gonna quit fighting because there's no way he can beat Tyson he may get a shot in on him but that's it so we need to create some divisions in, in barbecue to see this thing go further in my opinion David Qualls is the pitmaster of the American Dream barbecue team and he is uh second overall KCBS team of the year monster year uh congratulations to you and Chris David on uh, an absolutely great year and uh, more importantly uh, enjoy your time off and enjoy having some fun next year and we'll talk again soon. I'm proud of you about your microphone, but thanks for the, for the time. And I appreciate everything that you do for barbecue and for teams as well. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. Bye. There he is. David Qualls. If you need him, do you need him? Yeah, of course. And he has taken me to my last read. 
of 2015. Suckle Busters. Folks, if you're like me, you love Suckle Busters. Oh, my goodness. Everybody getting into the Suckle Busters craze. The new Suckle Busters stuff. The honey barbecue glaze and finishing sauce. All of the rubs. They have four new rubs out. Four. It's not a lot of people out there right now that are making four more rubs to complement all of the rubs that they have. Now, maybe they don't have any rubs at all. This is the first four they're bringing to market. No. Dan Arnold is a uh, prolific products portfolio. Sauces and rubs, all award-winning. The new ones are hitting the market now, so head on over to SuckleBusters.com. That's SuckleBusters.com. You can email sales at SuckleBusters.com to uh, inquire perhaps about wholesale or retail and all that stuff. 972-393-9509 is the phone number. Of course, the website, SuckleBusters.com. So uh, be sure to frequent them. Loved having them on this year. Wonderful stuff. And we will be back to wrap up this show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this one. Thanks to everybody who called in on the open segment. Love that. Uh, all the way back in the first hour, we had uh, Ryan Group. What is going on here? Oh, all right. Never mind. I'm way off base. Way off base. Uh, we had uh, Ryan Group from Backdraft Barbecue. And we had Nick winning, can a freshman say it? And he won it, by the way. Because he has uh, he, he is able to outthink freshmen. Whatever that means. Then in the second hour, we uh, had a conversation with Clarence Joseph for Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue. Getting some groundwork for him. He's uh, one of the other teams we're going to be following in 2016. And then uh, we had uh, some... That did not happen. That really happened. God, I hate it when my stuff runs efficiently. And then we had some uh, great calls there in the uh, second or the uh, last segment. So let me do this. Everybody that's listening, everybody that's watching, Happy New Year to you. Uh, I really appreciate you sticking with the show again for another 12 months as we turn the calendar year to a new year of shows 2016 will be better than the last seven you watch lots of things in the works lots of great shows planned a lot of great recurring guests that continue on with the show to bring you some of the great stuff you're expecting I mean, who knows what's going to happen really the show is on a rocket ship to barbecue universe that could be the name of my new tv show let me tell you this have a great New Year's. Have a safe New Year's. We want everybody back here next Tuesday, first and foremost. Secondly, November 11th, 2001. What? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. And until next Tuesday, next year, it's your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good. <laughs>